Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 17th of October 2020. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Morning John. And Gordo. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, decent mate. Yeah, not bad at all. Another good week last week, so we can keep that up. We're grand. I, mean, I, was, I was literally going to boast about Scotland's week of just not oh, yeah. getting goals, man. It's so... I was seeing a lot of good hype about Scotland and how we were tough to beat and all this stuff, but we have been playing crap yeah like I, I mean the opposition that we have been playing has been base level stuff yeah uh, you, you go back to when we were playing Russia and Belgium and those three games like we could beat by a combined aggregate score of something like 13-1 or 15-1 or something well um he's been on the podcast before a good friend of the show Eddie Cassidy right I seen his tweet yeah. this morning and he was saying that like we're now in a position where this is like Steve Clark's Kilmarnock we're hard to beat we're beating teams that are better than us and I went with better players and I was like you know what I'm kind of thinking? I don't believe that attitude. Like, no, I don't either. We've got Ryan Ryan, Fra- Ryan Fraser is getting looked upon as if he's just this wee Scottish guy that's turned up. 12 months ago, Ryan Fraser was wanted by Liverpool and Arsenal. Yeah. He's just had a weird six months where he was refusing to play for Bournemouth. Yeah. Because he didn't want injured to lose his contract, the chance to make big money. You've got John McGinn's playing at the highest level. Andy Robertson's won the Champions League and Premier League in his last two years of football. McTominay, for me, is still one of Man U's best players. For some reason, doesn't seem to get in the team yet. Um, Liam Cooper's came part up, uh, came up with a Leeds promoted side. Kieran Tierney's one of the best players in that league. Callum McGregor should be playing in that league. There's like we've got. I mean, if you give Czech Republic seventy five percent possession, they're going to look really good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I watched. I watched the game. I watched all the games that they've been on, with the exception of Scotland under twenty one's five 0 victory at San Marino, which is the only one. Arguably, I should have watched because it was the one with the goals. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the fact that the players we're playing with want to be there. That's that's the biggest thing for me. Guys like Declan Gallagher and um, Andrew Considine were brilliant last night. I, I thought they were really, really good. They're not going to create much going forward, but they're not there to do that. They're there to be a barrier. McTominay, you're right, was brilliant in defence. Like he just. A, a, a Scotland player actually getting to headers at the front post right. is nice. He's that, like, yeah, he's a better. I watched, I watched, I watched England highlights last night. <laughs> McTominay for me looks like I, I was ridiculing the fact that he was playing centre half at first, right? Yeah, but McTominay looks like a better centre half than than Harry Maguire does. Aye, de- definitely. <laughs> and he, in the, what I like about McTominay as well is the guy doesn't get. He's no a red card kind of player. And that's where we are. We've struggled with some of our more creative. Well, some of the people we put in that space, i.e., Scott Brown. We just think somebody's going to noise him up once, and then he's going to break someone's leg, and then we're down to ten men. And that's then, yeah. So I, I was quite, I was quite positive about both, um, the games. Results wise, yes. Performance wise, yeah. As soon as we play someone that's above us, 
massively. I think we're either going to get really found out or win again 1-0. Yeah, Who knows? I, th- I think there's a cuffing coming, but as long so as it's not against Serbia, I'll, yeah. be, I'll be delighted. <laughs> Do you know, I was, I was saying it in the group, the group chat as well, I think in our group chat, um, they need they need to do something with the anthems at the beginning of the game, <laughs> like something other than pan. Like because you see the the view from the far away camera, you do actually see that the cameraman and the guy with the mic are right up in the players' faces. So you're just hearing like eleven dulcet tones going. It's not good. Like and it's it's not just us. It's every country's anthem, yeah. right? Having eleven guys with no atmosphere because there's no fans there. Like, cause, and they're not professional singers. They're going to be shy. So it sounds fucking ridiculous. They need to stop. They need to stop it. Do something else. Well, see, the solution, Andy, right, is see if we could try and figure out a way to convict, condense a football pitch into the size of a well-known London theatre. Aye, then you can try have plenty of crowd in there singing along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Nonsense. just up the subs rule to 11 and then have like a male voice choir that starts and then just sub them all off immediately. <laughs> why, can't, why can't you just get someone singing the anthem? Yeah. Like the way, the, the way that they've had Amy McDonald sing the anthem before. Like she can be socially distanced at the other side of the fucking pitch by herself. Like I, I'm talking like 200 yards away. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Or, yeah. yeah. Or you take your 23-man squad, make it a 24-man squad, and you have to choose one person that can sing a cappella. would <laughs> <laughs> be brilliant. So, Gordo, I feel like I've delayed enough of last week's picks to try and give you a bit of an ego boost and distract you from what we're about to go through. Yeah, there was some... You didn't... To be fair, Wait, you didn't like a lot of these picks. Mate, it's not even that. It's not even that. See if we even go back to the fact that even before we kicked off our week's bets, I lost two games to covid Mm. My my banker at outsider, my banker was Duesberg, it went. My outsider Aye. was Breda, it went. So only people in the Facebook group will have seen that I put in Hearts versus Cowden Beef. I go in the second half at one to five mm-hmm. to be my new banker, which did come in, but yep. it wasn't the podcast banker, so it was all chaos from there. But Andy, your banker carried the Kawasaki, honestly. They just they just win. They're so so my banker was Kawasaki, yeah. Kawasaki versus Vagalta Sendai, and I thought this was a particularly good matchup because Sendai have been terrible in, in rotten form. Kawasaki are obviously brilliant. It was only 1 0 to Kawasaki, but it was a goal they scored in the first half. So I actually managed to get some coupons up that I had Kawasaki halftime full time on as well. Um, but that was just a solid sort of 1 of 5 banker in again. I had uh, let down the bankers this week um, with a game <laughs> that. Promised goals but delivered nothing, like actually nothing. <laughs> nothing. The nil-nil draw between two teams that had been banging them in and getting goals conceded all the time decided to play out a nil-nil draw. Uh, yeah, I, I still stand by the pick. Like, what like, was it, the pick? Sorry, it was Turk Gushu Munchen versus Wayne, and all the signals pointed yeah, to but was it, was goals. It over over one point five or something. Yeah, it was over one point five, and it was it was it was. Nil nil. It was just. Yeah. A, I didn't. Do you know? It, because of how football's working with COVID at the moment, whereas the games are sometimes on at times that I wouldn't expect them. I only got the notification when the game finished. I was like, <laughs> nothing happened. Oh, right. Cool. Subscribe to Patreon. You'll get the cheat sheet with the, the times they all kick off. I just back them in the mega coupon and then wait for my results. That's it. <laughs> anyway, bad pick by me. So 
only two thirds of the bankers came in. Um, the value I had went to the Dutch Eerste Telstar versus Os had over 1.5 goals in the second half. It was a 1-1 draw, but only one of those goals came in the second half, but it came in like 94th minute, so I was never waiting for the second goal to happen. It was just dire. I mean, it had some, in the second half, it had something like 14 shots on target, so it was as open a game as I'd fully anticipated, but either the shooting was straight at keepers or the keepers had blinders, I don't know, but it doesn't matter, the bet didn't come in. Um, my value bet came in again this week. Um, I'm on. I'm on quite the roll, and uh, it was Shimizu versus Hiroshima. Hiroshima uh, away win, around even money. Uh, I think five to six was the advised price. They won this game three two, and anyone in the Facebook group will have seen that I put up the opening goal of this game, which is an absolute stormer from outside the box, right into the postage stamp for the the, the goalkeeper's top left corner. Uh, so if you're on the Facebook group, uh, have a wee look for that post um, it's uh, J-League highlights video and it is just that shot it's like 10 seconds long it's, it's an absolute belter so another value for me yeah it was good I really liked that goal my uh, my value didn't come in this week it was Southend versus Exeter it was a bet against Southend and Southend took the lead twice in this game and still couldn't manage a win like the, the, the Exeter got a draw out of it 2-2 um, it was poor at, at no point did I have that as a winning... Like At no point was it in my favour as 2-1 exit or anything. Just at, at, they weren't even close to getting a, the three points from that, which I required from the game. So that was, a, was a, a loss for me on that one. My outsider, so it was originally Breda with the graph shop. It got cancelled due to COVID, which was annoying because the under-21 game that you mentioned, Gordo, meant that Luis Ferrini was at the airport, yeah. ready to travel, and then got a phone call to say he had to go back to his flat in Breda and isolate because I think there was six positive tests. Mm. So for those in the Facebook group, I had switched to Cove Rangers versus Hibs. Cove for 11-1 to um, to win this game. I had taken this solely on the basis that Jack Ross had done an interview on the Friday night saying that he was going to uh, completely change the squad. The only changes he fucking made was the people who went on international duty. Yeah, the the enforced changes that you had to make. The changes I knew were going to have to happen because your players were in a different place and you put out a full strength site. It's a double psych. Because I went like that. Because for anyone who followed it, Cove took the lead after like eight minutes and I was like, yes, that's amazing, man. I had a fiver on it, 11 to 1, right? And I was already getting offered 25 quid and I was like, that's before my I'm surprised you didn't take that. That's that's, no, I was, that's I mean, you. All I was at a walk. It was just a quick check, right? And then Hibs equalised, and I was like, "Oh!" And I looked at the teams, and I went, "That's their full team. <laughs> that's not rested players at all. Absolutely fuming, man." So when Jack Ross says he's reading in the changes, just assume it's the team news you already know from the week before. Yeah, Hibs won two one in the end, and Cove didn't get it, unfortunately. My outsider uh, was in Japan. This was the only bet, again, I didn't get up um, this week. So another three out of four week for me. I think that's five in a row. Uh, this game was Kashiba versus Kobe. I took Kobe um, away from home uh, at two to one, but they lost this game 4-3. Now, that sounds like a really tight game, doesn't it, John? <laughs> exactly, I know. Do, do you know what actually happened in this game? Aye, an, an almost ass collapse by Kashiba. They were 4-0 they were down after 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then decided to turn it on but couldn't turn it on enough to make the comeback um, and eventually went down 4-3 well, see, uh, so it looks like it, went, it looks close it went 
and then the, the team that were up got reduced to 10 men for the last yeah. 10 minutes. I was like, yeah, it was in a red card. Do you know what? In a way, I'm glad it didn't come in because see when those come in and you've only got them at two to one, when really, if you'd bet in play when they were 4 0 down with. Oh, plus. Yeah, more than that. So, um, yeah, so the, the outsider letting letting my uh, 4 4 down bit. bit now, this bad. is my favourite bet of the week that let us down. This is right. So, I, I, right, I admittedly had a very bad week, right? But this is completely on John, right? <laughs> because I'd picked a draw in this game so this was Leon versus Bastia Borgo Bastia Borgo went up 1-0 Leon down, went down to um, 9 9 9 men got a yep. goal back right y- yes and, I know and when we're at 92 minutes right we're, we're in the 90s so God they'll go to about the 84th minute where I was looking at the bets and I was I had like been doing a cash build that day and was up to like 60 quid and was like look I know God has got money in this but this away team are pummeling them now. Like it was every shot, it was like on target, corner, on target. I was like, they're going to score. I mean, I need to try and catch <laughs> them. And can we point out, the home team went down to nine men like early. Yeah. Like, was, like in the first half, half. Yeah. Like they were, within half an hour, they were they were playing with nine men and a goal down. And they came back to one each and I had it as a yes. draw. And I had said, one each draw, this is what it looks like this <laughs> game. Uh, and then, yeah, so John chimes in with this manager should be sacked if his team can't win uh, away from home, away at nine men. And then in the 92nd minute, Bastia Borgo put a goal in to, to ruin my... my I, I feel cheated by them for giving me such hope with nine men to be like, right, well, you can do it for fucking 70 minutes. Then just you only need two more. But uh, yeah, so my, my outsider did, did came in, but at least did give me a good run for my money on that one. And my 60 could went up to 150 off the back of that because it was like, I think it was eight to five I got for, uh-huh. the, for another goal in the game. Uh, oh, so you, you went against Gordo in play. He yeah. went against, against me with every pick. Don't worry about it. That's a wise strategy last week. Uh, not not on the charity, however. Yeah, the charity, right. So let, let's go on this. So it was £10 on the treble as normal. My pick was Espanyol versus Archacon. Espanyol won 1-0. Oh, um, I called it Espanyol do not concede goals. So that's the fifth game of the season. Seven goals scored, zeros conceded. So they're looking very solid now. Um, they're a team to stay on top of at home. I did also say Alcacon when we followed them. Loads of nil-nils away from home. They do not score goals at all, which is amazing that they didn't hang on to Jack Harper more because he was pretty much the only thing that was happening for them two seasons ago. So yeah, that came in at 4-6 for me. Um, my charity pick came in as well, which was to be expected. Dresden versus Magdeburg. Home win even money. Uh, nice. 1-0 win. And my pick came in. Um, Which is and- not oh! to be expensive. Oh! Um, so my my pick came in. It was Kofu or draw. Uh, sorry, it was Asvipa Fukuoka uh, or draw against Kofu. Um, I had said that I think Asvipa Fukuoka can actually win this game outright, but I'm willing to take the X two because I've been playing bad. And do you know who bailed me out this week? X heart striker Juan Madelgado. <laughs> Is now playing for for Asvipa Fukuoka, um, who's had a mental career trajectory. Like he's clearly just like a FIFA free agent. He's just like yeah, yeah. He's he's now playing in Korea. I know he's he's back in Spain. He's he's in Japan now. Um, So yeah, so they won two 0 away from home. Our charity bet came in 
I, I believe it was six to eleven at, at, at kick off when it went when it went on for me. Yeah, the te- ten pound got us like forty two pound fifteen back, um, which is being sent over to Beats and Cancer Trust. So that's really really good. It's is that our first charity of the season? No, no. Yes. It, I thought I thought we'd won previously. Oh, we may have done. See, because the season just went over. Yeah, it, it's I. It's certainly my first one in a couple of weeks anyway. I'm actually going to check right now. Now, we've not had one in this season, so that's Didn't the first so. one of this right, season okay. that we've won. Have you, got how many, have you got how many picks Gordon's got up for the charity this I, season? We'll not get, let's not get any of that. <laughs> I, can, I think you can assume at least one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a, that was a really good uh, end to the week, which was just pure... Andy, you had a brilliant week again, but mine's was ripped up by COVID. Um, uh, you can't count yours. You, yours has got a void in the columns in my master spreadsheet that we'll release at the end of the year. So. Well, let's go on to Saturday, the 17th of October's weekend picks. Um, my banker is in the Bundesliga, Augsburg versus Leipzig. I'm going to go in the second half at odds of 1-6. to six. So far this season, in four rounds of games, both teams average at least a goal in the second half. So as a result of that, I'm quite happy to take this. The last time I looked at Augsburg, it was when I took two goals in the second half versus Dortmund. We only got the one, but there was loads of chances in that second half. Leipzig are a very similar team at Dortmund in the way they play, the way they counter-attack. I really expect this to be a good a good game, but at least a goal in the second half is all I'm looking for. I don't care either way on top of that. So one to six. I'm going a lot higher odds on the banker <laughs> this week. Yeah, no, yeah, a wee bit cocky. Um, it's Kawasaki Frontale against Nagoya Grampus, or, or uh, Grampus 8. Top of the league, Kawasaki, 62 points now. They're playing Nagoya, who are fourth in the table, but the fact they're fourth doesn't mean that much because they're 20 points behind Kawasaki. That's absolutely mental and just shows how well Kawasaki have been playing. And Nagoya have been struggling away from home lately. Um, I think they've lost four of their last five away from home matches, whereas Kawasaki are unbeaten at home through 11 games. They've actually won 10 of them and, and drew only once to pick up 31 points at home this season. So that's why you're getting a reasonably big price of one to two for Kawasaki at some bookmakers. They're five to eleven now. They've come slightly in on three six five and hills, but one to two at the majority of bookmakers, I think, is a fair price, um, even though it's first v fourth. And I'm keeping faith with Kawasaki, who haven't let us down all season. Yeah, same, same. I'm I'm good on that. I, I just think Nagoya very very dull as well. So I think Kawasaki yeah. can keep a clean sheet in this game, and they very rarely don't score. So I think we'll. And- also to mention, that game's on on Sunday. All my picks this week are, are Sunday games. Ah, all my picks are Saturday this week, so you can re-back. Kawasaki, I mean, you got notifications yesterday just after the game. Oh, they beat, they beat, Hirish, they beat Hiroshima uh, yesterday 2-0, which is, a, which is a great result. Hiroshima are one of the consistent, solid teams in the table. And if you're comfortably beating them, things are in a very good spot. So, uh, I'll take you to Germany for my pick. This is round four of the Bundesliga. It is Armenia Bielefeld versus Bayern Munich. So, I'm taking in this game by um, over 2.5 goals in this game. Now, all of the previous stats in this game do not point to this. And I know that a lot of people will pick up on this. So, when these teams have played, the last time they played properly was in 2009, but they played, Armenia Bielefeld had a, a, a kind of, 
uh, stint in the Bundesliga from about 2006 to 2009. And a lot of games were 1-0, 0-1. They put their best result against Bayern Munich ever was a 3-0 win at home. Uh, and that came in that, that sp- sorry, a 2-1 win at home uh, that came in 2006. Bielefeld aren't really conceding goals, but they haven't played anyone of the calibre yet of Bayern Munich. So they beat Cologne 1-0, they beat Duisburg 3-2. Um, and if you look at their overall results, they drew 1-1 with Armenia Bielefeld. They lost 1-0 to Bremen. Um, and they drew one each with Frankfurt. They haven't played against a team yet, really, that's going to give them a proper kicking. And Bayern Munich, if you look at their away results, their last couple of away results, they beat Barcelona 8-2. <laughs> They beat uh, Leon 3-0. They beat PSG 1-0. They lost 4-1 to Hoffenheim, but there was still over 2.5 goals in that game. Uh, and they beat Dortmund 3-2. Now, I think they're going to go out and give Bielefeld an absolute kicking. Um, Bielefeld have scored first um, in a lot of the games they've been playing in. That's fine in this situation. I've got no, no qualms with that. You're getting the odds for over 2.5 goals at being 2-7. Why not just take Munich to win this game? Eleven to six. A two eleven. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're losing that much in terms of a banker that you're just putting on a coupon to boost odds. You know, I, 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 I presume you think. I presume you think Munich will win this. I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think Bayern Munich will win by this. a considerable amount of yeah, goals. Probably four nil or four one. So, what's the alternate handicap like? For take them at minus one. Yeah, yeah, Munich minus one or Munich minus two. I just, I just minus, think because minus two is not a banker for me. That's that's like no. Bielefeld don't concede too many goals, but I mean you could comfortably see them winning two 0 three one kind of thing. I just okay. The but then those are those are like three one would be a would be a three one. Yeah, the, the the overs comes in anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm just thinking we you had a a bit of a blip last week with an overs. And if, I, went, if, I went with a more assured overs. That's that's okay. what I was, that's that's what I was cool. going just, for. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's just if you were concerned about Bielefeld and, and then being able to keep clean sheets, uh, but still fancy Munich to win anyway, then you secure yourself if they win one nil or two nil. But I'll just take the ex. Your, your banker, your banker, is, your banker is your banker. Yes, um, it, it is. I appreciate that actually because yeah, it was a it was a shatter of a week last week. I was just having a look. I love when you you have a look at something like the X two on that line. Obviously, Bayern are playing away. It's just zero to one. There's yeah, the almost infinite. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just nonsense. Yeah, so you're getting over two over two point five goals. Over 2.5. Um, you're getting that at two to seven. Um, value picks. I'm going for Stade Room versus Lorient. So I argued your pick of Ren to beat Reim uh-huh. uh, two rounds ago, or sorry, two weeks ago, one round ago, and Reim got a 2-2 draw. Now, on form, they are not looking good. Their best results have came in Europe, despite being knocked out after on a penalty shootout before the group stages. But they've had two good draws with Ren, as I mentioned, in Monaco. Um, Lorient, who got promoted, haven't won this season yet. They've lost all their way games in the league. They lost three of the five in the run-in as well of their promotion. I think this is a team who are just going to go straight back down to League Two, and I can see Reem kind of capturing a wee bit of their form for last season and getting a, a clean sheet and a win in this game. But the win is eleven to ten because, like I said, the poor form they were in. But they did finish fifth last season, and they've already played Monaco, Lyon, and PSG. So when you look at your results, consider the teams that they've played. 
I think eleven to ten for the well. home. Yeah, I think eleven to ten for the home team is really, really good odds in this game. I think Lorraine are terrible, and I think uh, Reem will win. I think it's a great pick, and another reason that I think it's a really good pick is that they played a club friendly in the interim, like when the internationals were on, because they still had enough of their squad. In which they played Rennes, uh, played Lorient, and Rennes won two 0 easily. And if if you're going by <laughs> The performance that um, Reem put in against them, yeah, who you should call that, yeah, yeah. So I think eleven to ten for the home team is ridiculously good odds. I like it. My value uh, Sunday, as I say, this one's at eight a.m. in the morning in the Japanese J League, so eight a.m. UK time on Sunday. It's the Urawa Red Diamonds against Vegalta Sendai. I've been backing against Sendai quite a lot to good effect this season. The last time Sendai won a game was fourteen matches ago. Um, so they've, they've picked up 13 points all season only three of those points have come in their last 10 matches which in the league which have been seven losses and, and three draws scattered over their last their last 10 games so they are bad um, Urawa I talk about it quite a lot they're quite inconsistent they've only taken four points from their last five games but they have the beating of Vigalta Sendai if you look at the head-to-head record between these two teams you have to go back 14 games just between the two of them to 2014 before you find the most recent time that Sendai won this fixture so in the last 13 times these clubs have played against each other Urawa have won it 10 times and there's been three draws so it's a bit of a situation where uh, you've got a team that are really struggling this year playing against someone that they just historically get battered by Um, and big odds on the Urawa Reds at home here of even money um, pretty standard across Mm -hmm. all bookmakers just now I think there's plenty of value in an even money price on an Urawa Reds win. Yeah, Urawa Reds aren't very good, but it is literally the Jalta Sendai are just shite. Yeah. So um, I, I think they, they struggle to score at all. So I think if Urawa can get a goal in this game, they'll win 1-0, similar to Kabazaki the week before. I think it's a really good pick, especially if you look at the form, you'll maybe be put off, but I think it's a good pick just on the basis of just, just how bad the Jalta yeah. actually are. Like we, we know this league quite well now um, yeah. so you're not just looking at form and basing it on purely that uh, there's there's historical nuances and various other bits and bobs that go into it and I, I'm pretty confident of this pick and I'm surprised you're getting even money on it yep okay um, so my next game my value pick is on Saturday it's at 6 o'clock it's in the French League 2 and it's everything I like in a game. It is top of the league versus bottom of the league. It's Paris <laughs> FC who have taken six, uh, who have, have played six games and taken 13 points versus recently promoted PAL FC who were fantastic for us last year in the Liga Nationale but they've came up, they've played six games and they've got three points thus far. They're bottom of the league, they're in 20th position. Paris FC have been really, really good. Their home form in their last five games, they've only lost one game. Uh, incidentally, when I picked them last, um, they have won four. They won four of their last uh, five games at home. Pau FC away, they got one draw and they've lost uh, one draw, one one, and lost three of their last five games. They played away from home. Their one win came against Colomiers, who are in the French Ligue Nationale C, whatever the C three is. It's not a good league was the team that they beat. Um, they've been getting some draws. That's all that Pau have got out of games thus far. Paris FC at home have been really good. They've beat Le Havre. They've beat Valenciennes. I'm comfortable taking them. And their odds have actually dropped since we, we 
we first spoke about them to 10 to 11 I had them at even money previously so Paris FC home win I, I like this Gordon I'm a big fan of this pick I think power capable of a draw but I just think they're so terrible on, on yeah. paper and Paris look really really good really strong if you, look at, if you look at who they were getting draws against as well they're at home against teams that are not very good their yeah. draw went Amiens away we covered how bad Amiens were since dropping down from the the, uh, the French first division so I think this is going to be a win for Paris 10 to 11 Solid. Now, my outsider is something that we hate doing, and it's something I don't like doing either. Um, I don't like covering Scottish football too much, and I would never bet on my own team. I just wouldn't. And even on Old Firm Day, I wouldn't be inclined to do so. I know, Andy, you picked Dundee United to pump Dundee. Start and they did. 6-2. Celtic beat Rangers on Saturday at 12.30. Rangers are 15-8, so just under 2-1 to win this game. I, I think this is like a lot of factors going into this. The last two old so, firms Rangers have dominated. Um, I know it's I know it's been a long time since the New Year one. It's the same managers, similar styles of football. Celtic have had a bit of turmoil in the last two weeks, just by James Forrest being ruled out for three months. Edward and Christie having to isolate off the back of Edward's positive case. Christie being close to Armstrong. Armstrong, and then you've got. El Hamed and Beaton for Israel having to be isolating because of the test positive in there. I just think there's a lot going. So even if Edward and Chris are available, they've had to isolate so they won't have been at training. So I don't know how you can really start them in this game. I think Edward will start anyway, right? Um, but Rangers have been pretty pretty consistent. It looks like everyone's <laughs> coming back for international duty. I know Barisic was a doubt. Everyone seems to be coming back ready, um, available. Stella Rebo's not available on roofs out, but those were expected. Um, Rangers, good results against Galatasaray, Villantwe, beat Motherwell 5-1 away. There's been really good results. Um, Celtic, like 3-2 win over Livingston at home. I think there is signs here that Rangers could get at them, similar in the way that Ferret Varos kind of kept a solid base and counter-attacked on Celtic. I think Rangers could do a similar job. Um, they won their last meeting at Parkhead. I just think 15-8, I was looking for outsiders across Europe, was really struggling. And then it kind of was on my doorstep. I was like, why would I not pick that? So I'm going with Rangers to win the old firm at Parkhead at 15-8. to 8. I think a big contributing factor to Celtic's form at home is fans. And fans not being there again. This isn't a Rangers fan picking Rangers. This would be just following stats and things that I think is happening. And I really do fancy 15-8. to 8. I think you're on the better side of that. Um, and Q Celtic going to beat Rangers 4-0 on Saturday at 12.30. I, I, I like this pick, John. Right. If I if I was if I was sitting in the house like and I'm obviously not a Rangers fan. Um if I if I was sitting in the house before this and I see you can get Rangers at around two to one with no fans in the stadium, um, and with all this sort of COVID news that the Celtic have had in the in the run up to this, I think that's a no brainer that, that you put a bet on the two to one side. So that was my thinking as well. Um, my outsider is Sunday at 5pm UK time in the German Bundesliga, Schalke versus Union Berlin. I'm taking the away team Union. The odds have come in slightly. So both teams were 7-4, to four, which is why I thought I could uh, I'd get, them in, get them in there as an outsider. But they, they're coming in um, as people are noticing this game. Uh, so you're getting the 13-8, to eight, so still a, still a big price. Um, early days in, in the Bundesliga, but Schalke have been rotten. Zero points from three matches. They've scored one goal and conceded fifteen across three games, albeit half of them came from an eight an eight nil doing away at Bayern Munich. 
but they followed that with a 3-1 loss against Bremen and then a 4-0 loss at Leipzig. So they are getting done. Um, Union have started pretty well. They're on four points. Their last league game was a 4-0 win against Mainz, um, so pretty impressive. And they've kept things ticking over during the international break with a 4-1 friendly win against Hanover. So well aware it's a friendly, but that's two games in a row now they've put in four, go- four goals. And they're playing against a team that are absolutely leaking goals. So while this could go either way, and that's reflective in the price, the fact that you're getting sort of 7-4, 13-8 on Union, I think is, is a good spot. Um, I, just because of the big odds on offer. Yeah, I honestly think the only reason you're getting Schalke at the same odds as Union, because I think Union should actually be really strong favourites in this, yeah. is because I think they're just hoping that the two-week break has helped Schalke with a new manager and they're hoping to get some Yeah, regrouping. Yeah. I think that's it, but to me it doesn't look likely. Like Union look very, very good and very, very solid and they were last year as well. I would be on the same side as you as this. I just don't see how... It's not even like they lost a manager that they were losing games by a goal. They were getting pummeled. That is repercussion that can only be fixed through a transfer window. That cannot yep. be fixed overnight by a new manager. It just can't be. And it looks like that's the case because the games just came in. They don't look that much changed yet, but he's probably looking at the squad and going, we are fucked till January. Like, yeah. we, need a, we need a big change. So I'm I'm on the union bus for this. Nice. Uh, same league for me, but on Saturday it is Hoffenheim versus Dortmund. I'm taking Hoffenheim as my outsider. Uh, they're three to one, or you can get them at uh, thirty-one to ten um, to beat uh, Dortmund. Now Hoffenheim have traditionally done really well in this fixture. So the last five meetings of this have been three draws and two Hoffenheim wins. When Hoffenheim have played Dortmund at home, Hoffenheim's last five home games they've beat Bayern, they beat Mainz twice, they lost to Nuremberg, and they beat Hoffenheim. Admittedly, the I believe the Nuremberg game was a club friendly. So that one was when Nuremberg changed their entire team. Like they brought in eleven substitutes. Um, so Hoffen, uh, Borussia Dortmund haven't been very good away from home. Um, they lost to Augsburg. They did beat Duisburg five 0 Their preseason game uh, was against Feyenoord. They lost that three one. You can't really read that much into it. I just think Hoffenheim have been very good. They are. I picked them the previous week as my outsider uh, against Frankfurt and they did go up 1-0 but lost 2-1. Dortmund have a lot of players coming back from the international break that Hoffenheim don't have. Um, so I had a look at Hoffenheim's squad. Dortmund have got a lot of players playing on international duty this week. Um, so Saturday, I'm taking Hoffenheim to beat Borussia Dortmund at 3-1. I think this game's a coin flip. I'd rather be on the 3-1 side. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I really like the the both teams to score no draws eight to five as well, which are really good odds for that because it's almost certain to happen. Yeah, um, you beat Kramaric and Haaland, who were two of the top scorers last season, who are two yeah. of the top scorers this season. I think both of them to score is even money. I probably wouldn't touch that at those odds. I think that's pretty shady. Yeah, I um, think that is. So I wouldn't be looking at that, but I think both teams to score is a pretty safe bet, and then somebody will win. I don't see this being a draw. I also seen this being an absolute goal fest, by the way. Yeah, like I, I, I cannot see this not having like over three point five goals in it. So uh-huh. I'll be looking forward to watching this game as well. But in their last three meetings, Hoffenheim have beaten them twice. So they beat them two one and beat them three one. This game in the last five games hasn't been, uh, hasn't had a team not score, which is mental. It's <laughs> <laughs> since twenty fifteen. That's just the home games. Um, so yeah, so I'm taking Hoffenheim three a bit to one. Okay. Over at the charity, so £10 of our own money on the treble. If we win, all the money goes to beat some Cancer Trust. If we don't, £10 goes over anyway, so we're fine. My pick is in La Liga on Saturday night. It's Celta Vigo versus Atletico Madrid. I'm taking the away side, Atletico Madrid, at 4-5, to five, so just under evens. Um, 
Atletico's defence looks absolutely solid. Um, it's just their goal scoring, but they have players there like Suarez, Costa are there, Sol Negreth. There are players there who can score goals. So they've had 2 0 draws in the last games, but they had a 6 1 before that. Celta have lost 3 0 and 2 0, so they're really struggling to get goals. I just think Atletico did the even money, just under even money is far too good here. I think you've got Costa, Suarez, Negreth, um God, the wee guy's name's escaping me, the wee Portuguese boy. Somebody bailed me out. Portuguese strike. Does he play Port- the Wolves? No, the young Portuguese striker <laughs> that I like did sign from Joe Felix. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. All these players look look really, really good just now. Um I'm really surprised they two 0 draws and I think this will be a game where they'll return a bit to the form of the their six one win before that. Athletic Madrid away to Celta Vigo four to five. My charity pick, Sunday, 7am UK time, back in Japan in the Japanese J-League. It's Shonen versus Kashiwa Rezol. I'm taking Kashiwa Rezol at what I think is a massive price of 5-7. to seven. Um, Shonen have now lost their last six matches in a row. Uh, they're dead last in the J-League. They've got nine points all season from 21 matches. Uh, a minus 20 goal difference. Uh, Kashiwa are in eighth place. They're in good form. They've got 10 points from the last five games. So they're one of the form teams in the league playing a team that haven't got going all season and routinely get beaten. Um, Shonen dead last, obviously, in the in the form table and zero points from their last five. Getting Kashiwa at five to seven. I, I just think that's absolutely huge. Um, so very happy for this to be on the charity pick and this will be included in, in many of the different bets I put on uh, and- this weekend. And Kashiwa's played Shonen at home in the league and home in the Emperor's Cup and have won both games as well in the last three months. So yeah. uh, I just can't, I don't know, I don't actually know why you're getting 45. I don't know if there's something else that we're missing, but the odds seem a bit off. It's huge. It's yeah. absolutely, absolute massive price. Um, so, so delighted with this one, really. Sounds a good pick. Sounds a good pick. I am in France for mine. I'm in League Two in France. Uh, this is against all my games are Saturday. Saturday at six o'clock kicking off. Uh, a team we've we've mentioned, Amiens versus Grenoble. Um, I'm taking the X two here, um, which is a, a draw or Grenoble. Amiens are dreadful. They've drawn with Pau FC in their five games since they've been promoted. So are there, is, I think six games actually they've played. Yeah, six games they've played since they started this season. They have scored. Uh, two goals total. Wow, they're they're like they've lost all their players. They're 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 playing a team of guys who are uninterested in being at the club. Um, their last I'll take you through the last five results. One one with Shambly. They lost to Cayenne one 0 They drew now now with Pau FC. They drew what now now with uh, Chateau and they lost to Paris FC two one. They're they're miserable, and the best they can get from games is draws. Grenoble, on the other hand, have been really, really good. Their, their games they've played thus far this season have been a 2-0 win at, Valent- at Valenciennes. Uh, they lost to Queen Gamp. They beat AC Ajaccio 2-0. They beat Chambly 2-1. They beat, uh, Gren- they beat Toulouse 5-3. And if you look at the table overall, you've got Grenoble in second place, 12 points from their six games. Amiens have taken five points from their, their, their six. They've been awful. And I, I, I think this will continue until they can get to January and do something about it. Um, I'm going to take the X2 line here and you're getting the double chance at 4-7. to seven. Now, I, I had other picks for this. I, I, I very much was liked as Vipa Fukuoka again, um, who are playing, I believe, away from home and they've got nine, they're 9-10 to 10 away from home. But I'll leave that as a little special bonus pick for someone to have in there. Um, <laughs> Because I, I, 
they they're on such a winning run that I feel like what you have with Kawasaki Andy is special, and I wouldn't want to do that and take <laughs> it away from another team by backing them again. Um, Just try and pick winners, you. I'm trying to pick winners. <laughs> I just don't want to fucking sink a whole city. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're 9 to 10 away to Kusatsu at the weekend. Um, they have, I, I mean, as FIFA Fukuoka have won their last 12 games on the spin, like 12 unbeaten. Uh, Kusatsu's home games have been, they haven't done anything amazing. The last four times that this, these teams have played as FIFA Fukuoka have won four uh, four of them. And they've lost, they lost one in 2012, but every time they've played since they've won. So, we bonus pick in there. Okay, no. I'm good with that. It's a good charity treble. You can get all the picks written down in a nice handy JPEG image if you sign up to the Trample Bet Club on Patreon. It also helps us out massively, guys, and we really appreciate all of you that are already signed up. Uh, you go to patreon.com forward slash Trample Bet and join the Trample Bet Club uh, membership level, which is uh, a small direct debit of five or six pounds a month. Um, to help us out with our running costs um, and it really is so appreciated so if you enjoy the podcast please get on and and help us out with that small monthly donation uh, you also get this podcast as a video as soon as we've recorded it um, I don't think we promote that enough John you also get to see us all uh, on our on our zoom call um, and of obviously early access and then also the uh, the cheat sheets in addition to other content uh, gordon and i have been doing baseball on there as well yep. and i am very hopeful that our big baseball shout at the tampa bay rays uh, to win the american league will be in this evening uh, they only need to win four games in total against the astros and it's 3-1 currently uh, so that will be a massive 3-1 winner for our for our big pick if it comes in yeah um, Coming up over the next couple of weeks, we'll have a US election special, UFC 254, Khabib versus Gaethje, and we'll, have, we'll get back to doing midweek Champions League and Europa League football picks for extra episodes only for our Patreon, so you're getting loads of content there. And the US Masters Golf. There you go. Loads of stuff coming up. £5 a month, TrampleBet Club, patreon.com forward slash TrampleBet. Facebook group for... Uh, everyone else and everyone that's already included in it. We've got a great community there of over 200 people now that are all regular listeners to this podcast um, and obviously seasoned sports bettors. So you're talking with guys that have a, a similar interest to you, um, sharing things that they know about that perhaps we don't or, or you don't. So there's been some great Speedway shouts in there, uh, brilliant rugby, super rugby shouts from Rugby Union over in South Africa. Basically anything of this valuable uh, or any good bits of information that any of our community have is shared in there. So search Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook and ask to join the group um, and, and we'll let you in and we'll, we'll grow that community and have even more good info in the Facebook group. That was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.